Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Brooke. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Happy Friday and happy new moon in Aquarius. We have so much to get into and I am very excited about it, but let's start with our updates in the beginning. The first, I just wanted to say thank you so much for receiving this last podcast episode well, talking about my toxic exes and really having the overall message be about lessons that I've learned about my romantic past and um, my romantic patterns. And I just really appreciate that these vulnerable episodes that I do are received well And I love getting messages and hearing your guys' stories as well as just hearing that you've connected to part of my message. I really, really love that and that is literally the reason why I do it. I feel like there's so much importance in being vulnerable these days and feeling safe to do so. You know, I think there's a difference between feeling unsafe in being vulnerable and feeling like it's not the right time, but... I think there's a difference between that and just feeling uncomfortable and just feeling like, oh, I don't know if I should talk about this. Oh, like I want to talk about this. My heart is telling me that this is something that is needed right now, but I, you know, it's uncomfortable. It's not fun to talk about like my toxic exes. (laughs) It's not fun to talk about, you know, all the things that I've done wrong and the patterns that I'm trying to break. And a lot of people don't talk about that and I totally get it, but I also feel like, this is so important for me to do. This work is just so, so important to me. And it's fulfilling for me. It's hard, but it also is is just the reason why I'm here. I really think that like the main reason why I'm here is just to share and share things that people don't talk about and talk about things that I've been through because I know that other people have been through these things too. And maybe if you're not comfortable with sharing them yourself, you can connect with me and like privately share it with me or even just say that it resonated with you is just so rewarding. And, you know, after those episodes, I always get like a vulnerability hangover. I try not to edit them too much. I just kind of, you know, go through, listen as quickly as possible and then just post it and get it out into the world because I will sit there and be like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Oh, maybe I should delete and cut that. But I just know that that's not the reason why I'm doing it. And I get a little bit of a a vulnerability hangover. And if you know what that means, (laughs) you get it. But it's like when you're vulnerable with something, you share something. I get this a lot in therapy. Like I'll share something and I'll be like, oh, like I really... I'm so uncomfortable talking about this and then afterwards I'll kind of have this like weird hangover. I'll be in a really weird mindset and then I feel good after that hangover is kind of over. I am usually, I mean like pretty much 100% of the time, unless it's like an unsafe situation where I had to be vulnerable, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just being uncomfortable, but there's this sense of feeling proud of myself for doing that. And then when I get those messages from you guys, that's just reassurance. And so I really appreciate it. And, you know, I just, I don't take it lightly. So I have been just feeling very appreciative over that. I also, last night, I slept so, so good. And I haven't been sleeping good all week, but last night I slept like 10 hours. (laughs) So I'm also proud of myself for that. And you know why I really think the reason why I slept good was because I didn't go on the clock app last night. And if you are on TikTok and 
you know, you use it at night, then you probably understand what I'm talking about because it can be such an emotional roller coaster. You can be giggling and so happy and like, oh my God, this is the funniest app ever to like, oh my God, that was the most horrific story I've ever heard that was so sad. And now I'm like so concerned over these people that I've never met before and over this story that I don't even know if it's true. And just the like emotional roller coaster and the turmoil is really not good for me to do before bed. I love TikTok. I love that it's so, it, it's just, it's a complete different culture than any other app that's out there. And I just, I love that, but I also have to be really conscious of when I decide to look at it. <laughs> and right before bed is not, not the vibe anymore. So with this new moon, I am trying to cut that and um, really just like the minute I get into bed, put on my sleep meditation and go to sleep. So that is what's been new with me. And, you know, just kind of combining those two things really quick and going a little bit deeper. I think there is such a need for vulnerability these days. I think there's such a need for storytelling and for sharing things that are on your heart. Because the type of content now, like the way you get media presence, the way that you can become an influencer or whatever, like the way you get views now is being just like everyone else, which is the polar opposite of what it used to be. I don't know if you guys remember or if you were part of social media back in the day, but when it first started, the way that you were cool on social media, the way that you got views was being different. If you had a different story to to share, if you had a different lifestyle, that is what got the most views. Now, it's everybody's daily routine and everybody using the exact same products. And, you know, there's just there's just so much to be said about short form content too and why I like doing these podcasts because they're a little bit of a longer form and more like you're actually getting to know me rather than just like a quick little video of like, oh, so cute, like daily life, you know. I love daily vlogs. I love that kind of content as well. Don't get me wrong. I also, you know, I have talked about this on here before, but like I love the cleaning vlogs. Like I love those cleaning videos. They're fucking pointless. Like what the fuck is the point of them? I don't know, but they're so satisfying to watch. But they also make me think that like I'm not cleaning good enough, which is so stupid. <laughs> My ancestors are looking over me like what the fuck are you judging yourself for? Like get out of here with that. Anyways, there's just something to be said about real storytelling and really sharing things that mean something to you. They don't have to mean something to everybody else, but meaning something like something that's meaningful to you. There's a reason why it's meaningful to you. And and I think there's so much importance in sharing that. So anyways, <laughs> those are my little updates. Um, I also am just in this period in my life where it feels like not that I'm at a crossroads, but just that I am in this transitional period and I have some life things that I need to figure out. And it's also like I can view it as the world is my oyster. How, what do I want to make of this? How do I want to go about this? I think I was just this past summer, I was really in survival mode, making the choices I had to make, leaving situations I needed to leave for my health and for my safety and for Maisie as well. And I, you know, am now in this place of exiting survival mode and starting to really think about where where I want my life to go. 
And I can either think of it like, oh my God, these specific opportunities aren't working out for me and everything sucks and like just really getting into this victim mindset. Or I can be like, the world is my oyster. What do I want to make of it? What do I want to do with this? How do I want to, how do I want to show up? And with this new moon in Aquarius, this is like the perfect time for me to be thinking about all this. We're going to get into all of that fun stuff, but Right now, I want to touch on in bulk. So let's get started and discuss the newest Sabbath, which was February 1st. In bulk is the midpoint between winter solstice and the spring equinox. The spring equinox is also known as Ostara, and it's at the end of next month, end of March. And so from February 1st until the end of next month is in bulk. And so when we are talking about like the spring equinox or the winter solstice, that is a very specific day, right? Like that is literally when the equinox is happening and that's when we celebrate those one to two days. But no matter what the Sabbath is, whether it's solstice, equinox, or one of these midpoints like in bulk is, this is the time we celebrate maybe that specific day. So this was February 1st was when technically we were in the middle of the winter solstice, and the spring equinox. But we are able to celebrate and really integrate these themes from that point up until the next equinox, solstice, or Sabbath. I hope that is making sense. So although I wasn't able to do an episode like I had wanted to on February 1st about in bulk, we can still think about these themes for the next almost couple of months. And I want to read this little passage from the Witch's Yearbook, And in bulk is the theme of being done and having the darkest days be over. Earth is preparing to burst into life. We are starting to work our way up to spring. So it says, February can be a cold, bleak month with rain dampening your spirits and cold winds whipping you quickly indoors. Embrace the moment and enjoy the chance to rest, pause, and wonder. It's a good time to stay inside and bury yourself in weaving spells and making potions, but do not miss the first stirrings of life outdoors. Fresh shoots of nettle and wild garlic start to appear beneath your feet, remind you that this is a turning point of winter. The darkest days are over and spring is on the way. I don't know about you guys, but I'm starting to see little baby bursts of life in my backyard, and I am so excited. Um, as you guys know, this is my grandma's house. And so there are some things that I didn't know would spring into life. And I really recommend, I think I said this when I first, when I was living on the farm, maybe, well, I guess I started the podcast March of last year. So around that time, I think I was starting to talk about spring and the equinox and things like that. Um, but I really recommend moving somewhere. If you're moving, move either now or in the winter so that in the spring, you're just completely surprised by your backyard. I don't know. I find it so, I just, I find it so fun. (laughs) And so I have all these little green shoots and my hydrangea is already starting to have these little sprouts, which I'm really surprised by, but because they bloom like late summer. So I'm surprised that they've already started to, to burst, but I have these little green shoots all over the backyard and I can't tell whether they are bluebells or like daffodils or something like that. I think they're close. I think they're going to be bluebells, but I'm really excited to see what is coming up. Um, And so this is such an interesting time of the dark days are over, but spring isn't quite here. So 
Yes, get outside when you can, when it's sunny outside, go to the park, go play with your loved ones, go have fun. But also, like, this isn't a time of high energy yet, right? So we're like in the middle of this kind of spring is almost here. So we can start to have hope of the sun shining and coming soon. But also, this isn't the time to really plant the seeds yet. And now like the freezes are done or should be done. Who knows? With Washington, you never know. We could get snow next month. (laughs) You just never know. But when it comes to these themes, we can really be proud of ourselves for getting through the darkest days and being hopeful that spring is near, but that there isn't this rush. And I am kind of loving this energy. There is this sense of anticipation and this excitement and this magic that is coming and it's kind of like things are stirring underground and you just know that there's going to be sun soon and that those darkest days are over and it is a point of celebration but it is also a point of resting and waiting and patience. I think the biggest theme right now is patience. Imbolc is the Celtic word for in the belly or in the womb. And this was a reference to the imminent birth of lambs and more generally to the seeds growing in Mother Earth, preparing for germination, waiting to burst into life. I love it. I love this preparatory stage that we're in, this patience that we have to have, but also that there's light at the end of the tunnel, that spring is coming. And when spring comes, that means that we have this chance to get back into the sun and then summer is coming. And I think this is just a wonderful time to practice patience, practice rest, but also get excited and start planning or even just start imagining. I'm starting to plan out my garden and things that I want to do in the backyard. Now that I have this new space outside to play in, I'm really excited to get my hands in the earth and play around. Um, And even though it's not time to fully do those things yet, I'm starting to plan them out and get excited for them. This is also the time of the goddess and worshiping the goddess. And I'm reading from this book again. It's The Witch's Yearbook by Claire Gogarty. Gogarty. I never say her name right, but this says, Worship of the goddess has been practiced for thousands of years in many different faiths. Some of the earliest sculpted human figures to be found are Venus figures, naked female forms in exaggerated sexual parts. She is the central... She is still central to many indigenous people's beliefs and continues to be at the heart of witchcraft. The goddess takes on many guides, but always represents limitless fertility, never-ending love, and the source of magical power. Her male partner is the horned god, and together they create and generate all life. In covens, they are represented by the high priest and high priestess. So some goddesses, like Brigid, which is the goddess that we want to... Um, celebrate during Imbolc, or rather can have the ability to celebrate her, are three in one. So Bridget is the virgin, the mother, and the crone, the different aspects of femininity. During the course of the year, she takes on these different forms, and at Imbolc, she is in her maiden form, barely stirring in sleep after giving birth to the sun at the winter solstice. By the time of the summer solstice and the harvest, she is the mother, and at the year As the year draws to a close at Samhain, she is the crone. 
Love it. (laughs) Celebrating the goddess is an important part of modern witchcraft. It bolsters and liberates the power of women, nurtures our innermost selves, and honors all of our female ancestors. If you've been wanting to feel more into the goddess within, your femininity, your divine feminine, this is why I'm hosting this course, this challenge this month, because not only is it about love and self-love, but it's also about the goddess and this time of year to celebrate this fertility within. And this will be February 15th to the 19th. It's my You Are Divine Expand Challenge. If you want more information about it, find it on Expand Challenge on Instagram. It's $55 if you Venmo to Brooke Taylor 253. It's $11 a day for uh, daily journal prompts, daily challenges, daily self-love rituals, some ways to honor the inner goddess, some ways to honor Venus. We're going to be working with the goddess Aphrodite, and I'm just really, really excited about it. Aphrodite is the beautiful Greek goddess of love, fertility, and pleasure who has brought life born on as the waves of the ocean. And her Roman equivalent is Venus. So lots of roses, lots of sparrows, doves, swans, lots of fun feminine things to think about and work with if you are interested in that. So as we know, it is Friday, February 9th, and it is the new moon in Aquarius. Before I jump into all of the themes that might be coming up for you, I want to do a little bit of a mindfulness check-in, a little exercise to think about what's been actually coming up for you personally. And I think it's important to take this time to ground and just see and notice what's been going on in your mind, your body, and your spirit before I talk to you about some themes that might be happening. So let's do that and then compare to the themes of Aquarius. So when you're ready, if you can close your eyes, go ahead and close them. But if you're driving, please don't. (laughs) Wherever you are though, Try and ground down whatever body parts are sitting in the chair, on the floor, in your bed, wherever you're at. This is going to be different for everyone. But start to notice those points of contact. So whether that's your feet, your hips on the chair, maybe it's the back of your head if you're laying down. And if you can close your eyes, do so now. This will only take a couple moments. And just start by noticing your body. Notice if there's any tension points, whether that's your shoulders, your jaw, your hips. Maybe it's your back. And can you use your breath to start to release that tension just a little bit? Maybe just 5% more relaxed. Sending your breath to those points of tension. giving yourself this moment of peace, just this really quick break in your day. And then bringing your awareness to the tip of your nose, focusing on your cool inhales and your warm exhales. The cool breath runs down the back of your throat into your lungs, filling up with breath. And exhaling, releasing, 
that warm breath on your upper lip as you release. I'm just starting to think about this past week or even just these past few days. Asking yourself how your sleep patterns have been. Have you been feeling restful? Have you been feeling restless? Are there any thoughts that have been reoccurring for you? Any specific feelings or moods that you've been almost stuck in? Patterns that you've been noticing? What themes have been coming up for you this past week? And if you want to take a moment and pause this episode and jot down any notes that you have around this before we get into some themes that are coming up for us with this new moon, you're welcome to. And then maybe comparing the notes to what I have to say about the new moon in Aquarius. And if you have your eyes closed, you can start to blink them open now. Maybe just wiggling a little bit, moving your shoulders, rocking back and forth. Maybe shaking out your hands or your feet. The main theme that I've been thinking about a lot is how can we be different while making a difference? With this Aquarius energy, it's Aquarius. It's us. It's this collective energy It's this humanitarian energy this season that we've been in with the sun. And now the moon is aligned with the sun and we're getting almost like this zap of Aquarius energy. This real boost of the themes. And I've been thinking a lot about my own frequency and getting out of this mindset of this victimhood mindset and thinking about all of the things that have gone wrong in the past year and starting to really wallow in that. And I want to say that there's a difference between grief and sadness and feeling things and allowing yourself to feel them, but also not getting stuck there and taking the lessons and taking that pain and turning it into something, transmuting it, transitioning into a different mindset, once you have felt those feelings, once you have really come to accept what has happened to you or situations that you've been in or things that haven't been so great in your life, then it's time to take our power back and be responsible with that, right? And the biggest thing that's been coming up for me recently with this kind of getting out of this victim mindset is that your frequency creates your reality. We are responsible for our own energy. We are responsible for what we put out in the world. And sometimes that can feel like a burden. Sometimes that can feel like, God, that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot to think about there. But it's so important because when you step into a room, let's say you're just going to the grocery store, right? And you step in, recognize that there is this energy around you that other people can witness and notice. 
And maybe they're aware of it, maybe they aren't. I think 90% of people are not aware of the energy that they are exuding or taking in. But that we are having these connections and this communication with everyone around us, no matter whether we talk to them or not, or whether we know them or not even. We're having this communication with everything all the time. And this is just a wonderful time to start taking into account the responsibility that we each have of our own energy. I've been focusing a lot lately on what I can control rather than what I can't. Because again, this kind of victim mindset puts me into this, these thoughts and these feelings of focusing on things that are out of my control. And that's where a lot of my anxiety comes from as well, is just focusing on things that are outside of what I can control. And it's really this empowering feeling to take that back and say, okay, so instead of focusing on all the things that could go wrong, all the things that this person did, or all the things that this person is going to do, or whatever, you know, each situation is different. But when you focus on things that are outside of your control, the only thing that has come from it, at least for me and in my experience, has been more anxiety. (laughs) And just turmoil and thinking and thinking and thinking and overthinking and over worrying about things that I just don't have control over. There are just things in our lives that we don't get to control. We don't get to control anybody else's feelings. We don't get to control anybody else's actions. We don't get to control some of the events that happen to us in our lives. But when we take that power back and when we say, okay, I'm going to accept the things I can't change, but I am going to take responsibility for the things that I can And the biggest thing that we can change, the biggest thing that we can focus on is our mindset and our energy. And when we start to take responsibility for that, we get out of the victim mindset, we start to focus on our frequency, we start to show up in the world in a completely different way, in this way of, I am am responsible for how I show up and how that affects other people. Now, I don't get to be responsible for how other people perceive me, right? That's none of our business. That is none of our business. But I am responsible for how I show up and for the energy that I exude. So what kind of energy do you want to put out in the world? This is such a good theme for the new moon in Aquarius because it's about making a difference. It's that humanitarian. And I think the the real essence of being a humanitarian is not only the work that you do, maybe this is a good time to volunteer, maybe this is a good time to change up your, you know, routine around how you help others or how you show up in your community, how you show up to your loved ones. But it also, I I think it really starts with the energy that you exude. It's like that Michael Jackson song, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. No message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make that change. (laughs) I hope that you were singing along with me. (laughs) But I did do a little bit of research and I was like, what beautiful people in this world are Aquarius, are Aquarians? I want to know. The first, Bob Marley. Absolute perfect description of an Aquarius. He was such a trailblazer. He was different. He did things his own way. His music was different. He showed up 
in his raw essence of who he really was, I think. I never met the man. I would have loved to, but he was very unique and his expression was different. His music was different and he made a difference by being different. Same idea, Alicia Keys. She shows up, talk about humanitarian. She shows up in this world in such a loving and kind way. Again, never met the woman, but would love to someday. (laughs) Get her on the podcast. (laughs) Help me get Alicia Keys on the podcast. Not only is her voice absolutely angelic, but her music and the way, again, that she shows up with such love and she just has such a motherly vibe to her is so is so Aquarius. It's so spot on. The other one that I saw that was interesting was Oprah Winfrey. Now, I know we have a little problem. I know there is some, you know, problematic natures to Oprah Winfrey. But when you think about where she started and the success that she's had, she's had that success. Have you ever watched an actual interview from her? Like, have you sat down and really analyzed her as an interviewer? She's really interesting. And the way that she interviews is is such a unique way. You know, she'll cut people off. She'll be like, no, tell me the truth. No, let's, no, 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 no bullshit. Like, let's get to this. I want to know this. I want to know the tea on this. She is not someone that, uh, that is a type of bullshit interviewer that we see that everybody, you know, that many interviewers are. She, and I think that's what has driven so much success of hers as well is because once again, she shows up exactly who she is and she's, you know, unapologetic about it and she makes a difference in that way. So really thinking about our own frequency that our frequency creates our reality and how can we be different while also making a difference? How can we show up unapologetically while also being the change that we want to see? Okay, but just a little side note about Bob Marley. Did you know that he was a palm reader? He was known for reading palms when he was younger. Talk about Aquarian energy. I love it. We love to see it. Also, There is a movie about him coming out called One Love, and it's coming out on Valentine's Day. I don't know where it will be streamed. I don't know if it will be streamed or if it'll be in theaters. I have no idea. But if it will be streamed, you bet your butt, I will be going out, buying myself some ingredients to cook up a lovely meal, and also buying myself some flowers, and also going to a little special store and buying myself some flower, if you will. Maybe smoking said flower, but also maybe cooking with it. That would be fun. I don't know. But imagine that, getting a little roasty toasty, having a nice little night, drinking my little mocktail, and watching One Love. That sounds like the perfect Valentine's Day to me. That is my plan (laughs) for the evening of February 14th. Join me. Do the same thing. Let me know if you like the movie. I don't know. I'll probably be talking about it, I'm sure, once I watch it. So there's this passage that I want to read by Jen Fountain, and it's a little bit long, so take a deep breath and listen to this and take what you can from it. But she says, life can come at you quickly. One day you're walking down a familiar sidewalk, whistling in the sunshine like you've got it all figured out. And the next, your whole world can be turned around, leaving you in an upside down and backwards land where nothing is what it seems scrambling for something to pull out of your sleeve, but none of your old tricks work anymore. 
and your heart is too overwhelmed to do anything about anything, it is in these moments that life is trying to send you a message. The time has come to change directions. How you respond will dictate whether this moment ultimately makes a catalyst for growth or a disruption or becomes an impassable roadblock. Uncertainty breeds tension. It can make us feel like we have to figure ourselves out or that we have to make ourselves smaller out of fear that we aren't capable and that we aren't worthy. This built-up tension coursing through us must find release one way or another, and find it, it will. If we aren't in control of our valves, it will cause us to act out in ways that seem erratic and unpredictable to others, in ways that are unhealthy and unproductive. The only solution is to find a solution to your problems and to seize back control of your energies and emotions. Wallowing in your troubles will only leave you drowning. It is in the search for solutions that creative innovation can spark revolutionary new ideas. The most world-changing inventions only exist because someone refused to give up on a problem, refused to just accept it, because someone believed in what can be, not just what was. Break free from the status quo, from all that people are trying to tell you to only exist with what is. Fuck that. You can create your own life to be whatever you want it to be. Don't listen to anyone who tells you otherwise. Don't listen to the voices of insecurity in your head and don't fall for your own self-imposed limitations. Embrace the unknown. Embrace a new direction and expect the unexpected. Because what if the thing that you are looking for can't be seen? What if it's just beyond the horizon waiting for you to call it in? What if it doesn't even exist yet and it's up to you to create it? If your life isn't what you want it to be right now, then you better be planting seeds. You better be doing the shadow work. You better be learning all that you can about yourself so that you can accept who you are and truly love yourself. You better be keeping your mind and your heart open so that when opportunity comes knocking on your door, you are ready for it, ready to greet it with arms and invite it in and to share a cup of tea. You don't want opportunity to show up at your door, take one look around and decide that maybe it came to the wrong house. So confront your fears, all of your self-doubts, banish them from your home. Don't make yourself smaller just to accommodate. Don't make yourself smaller in exchange to comfort and security. This is what you give and this is how you give your power away. We are here because the light wanted to experience itself. Don't keep your eyes shut in the darkness. Open up the windows to your soul. Experience the light. It's the whole point of being alive. Don't waste your time comparing yourself to others. Embrace your unique way moving through the world. Erase all desires to be anyone but yourself. Stop making excuses. Do the work and your creative visions will call in all that you need. Believe in yourself. You are the magic. You hold within the power to turn on the light. So turn it on and let it guide you. She's saying that we are the ones that are getting in our own way. We are the ones that are in our own way of our wish fulfillment, of the life that we want to live. And it is so easy to sit in that darkness. Oh my God, I can't even tell you how many years I have sat as a teenager or as a young adult and kept the lights off for a reason, right? And sat in the darkness and compared my life and my childhood to my friends' lives and their childhood. And God, they had it so much better than me and woe is me. And I have sat there long enough to know that nothing good comes from that. And there is an importance to that winter season, right? There is an importance to the darkness. There is importance to sitting there and understanding and feeling into the things that you that have happened to you. But just like in bulk, 
It's time to start looking for spring. It's time to start looking for the light. And it's our job to turn back on the light. It's our job to search for the goodness in the world. It's our job to change our mindset and to take accountability. Your frequency creates your reality. So we're going to get into our card pull for this episode. And this is from the Starseed Oracle. We pulled these cards for the Aquarius season episode. I just feel like this this deck, the Starseed deck, totally embodies Aquarian energy. So let's get into it. Take a deep breath in and exhale all the bullshit. Let it go. And then after this, we'll get into some journal prompts and I will send you on your way. So what do we need to hear for this new moon in Aquarius? Ooh, we got portal. This is one of my favorite cards. Doors are opening. You decide rewards and wild card. Let me find it in this book really quick and read to you. Doors are opening for you. Your thoughts are extra powerful for you right now. Planets are aligning. The timing is right and the universe is saying yes in all caps. You have the Midas touch. Your hard work is being rewarded. This is a time where you can reap the rewards for efforts made in the past. It's also a time when you can achieve a lot. Great leaps can be made. Extreme transformation can occur. Great distances can be traveled in a short space of time. You're swimming with the cosmic current of life. What experience would you like to have? What do you want to create? What new adventures would you like to manifest? Don't lose focus. Use this moment in time wisely. Be conscious and clear with your emotions and thinking. Projects that you've been working on are coming coming to fruition. Things are in full bloom. It's time to take your harvest and taste your well-earned fruits. When this card comes up in a spread, it's a sure sign that effortless change is possible. If you've been looking for a sign, this is your portal into that new reality. Now is the time to make big changes. If you've been guided to switch things up, you're extremely well supported right now. Use this energy and jump right on in. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, so our first journal journal prompt with this card is what would you like to experience the most? What would you most like to experience? And our second one is what change do you want to see in the world and what are you going to do about it? Remember baby steps, that big changes can happen if we just take one little step at a time. And then the last question is what change do you want to see within yourself? So not only what big world change do you want to see, But what internal change do you want to see as well? This can be something really simple, like changing up your style. This can also be like, I want to practice my patience more. I want to focus on the positive more. I want to work on turning on the light every day rather than sitting in the darkness. I love you guys so much. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please rate and review it and send it to a friend. Feel free to DM me as always with anything that has come up for you for this episode. Happy in bulk and happy new moon in Aquarius. I will talk to y'all very soon.